Well, good news and bad news. The good news is we've got official word on Jonathan Bernier's situation. The bad news is it's not a good situation. We have a lot to discuss in this episode. And what are my thoughts on how the Devils have handled this situation so far? Oh boy, do I have some words for them. Don't worry, won't use any choice words. Buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. And boy, I said that we had to start thinking worst case scenario for Jonathan Bernier. And boy, was I right. Unfortunately, uh, what makes my prediction even worse is that I thought that Jonathan Bernier's news would come out uh, a little towards uh, midseason, maybe near the trade deadline, things of that nature, just because I thought the Devils would try to take their time in assessing every possible situation for Jonathan Bernier. Unfortunately, it's been revealed he's going to need surgery. So that's going to be the main talking point of this episode. I talked a little bit about it in yesterday's episode. However, as you guys know, I did a crossover with Erica Ayala of Locked on Kraken, did a little bit of a story time episode. So if you guys missed that episode, please pause this one and give it a listen. But uh, when talking about Jonathan Bernier, um, it just sucks because coming into the season, I had high expectations for Jonathan Bernier. I thought he would be a great backup option for Mackenzie Blackwood. He gave me a lot of hope in the preseason because he actually put up pretty decent numbers. Uh, Towards the beginning of the year, he was actually doing pretty well. Unfortunately, it all started to go downhill as the season progressed, and he only appeared in 10 games this year. So, um, yeah, his season is is done. We're not going to see him for the rest of the year. So, uh, his overall record uh, this year is 4-4-1. Four, four and one. He has a goals against average of 3.06 and a save percentage of 902. So, respectable. Nothing impressive, but, you know, let's keep in mind that towards uh, the end of his season, uh, things just weren't really going that well. He was on and off the injured list, and uh, yeah, it, it just went downhill. So I, I'm not really going to, you know, talk bad about Jonathan Bernier because unfortunately um, the, the system just wasn't good for him just because he's dealing with a hip injury. Uh, after like two games to begin the year, he actually had to go on the injured list. So right away, and we were missing our starting goalie in Mackenzie Blackwood, and we were missing our backup, and we had to put our trust in Scott Wedgwood, and then we had to bring up two goalies from Utica to basically uh, save face at that point. So unfortunately, uh, worst case scenario has been realized. So in last week's series of episodes, I talked about the Devils potentially getting Anton Hudobin because he was placed on waivers by the Dallas Stars, and uh, he was able to clear waivers, and now he's playing for their AHL program, the Texas Stars, and that's so easy to remember. But um, ultimately, the Devils didn't capitalize on it. And look, I get Hodobin isn't really having the best season right now, but I, I said take these factors into consideration. Look what he did in the NHL COVID bubble just a couple years ago. Look what he did just last season. Look what he's uh, you know put up numbers-wise the past couple years. And they're actually respectable numbers, and they're numbers that the New Jersey Devils should certainly just 
consider and taken advantage of, but unfortunately they didn't. So here we are right now. So what, what what's next? Unfortunately, uh, I talked about it when we got John Gillies, which is now it looks like John Gillies is going to be our backup for the rest of the year. Um, right now, Akira Schmidt is on the roster for the Devils. So uh, that's our goalie tandem. We got Mackenzie Blackwood and John Gillies and then Akira Schmidt to be that third string goalie or Nico Dawes, give or take. It's like a coin flip with those two at that point. But uh, when looking at John Gillies, I, I said his numbers when he's playing in the NHL, they're respectable, but, you know, it's just kind of hard to gauge what he could potentially bring to an organization just because he hasn't played in the NHL too long and he just doesn't have that experience. So I didn't really want to make any assumption about him, but so far he's appeared in two games and he started in that game against the Pittsburgh Penguins and he actually did pretty well and he was the reason why that uh, score was so close. So uh, the, the question I have is like, you know, every blind squirrel finds a nut now and again. So can John Gillies do that consistently to the point where Mackenzie Blackwood could take a night off and I have the confidence in him? I'm not really entirely sure what to think of uh, Gillies at this particular moment. However, you know, I'm willing to give him a chance and he made a good first impression in his start against the Pittsburgh Penguins. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll go from there. But ultimately, I asked the guys from Locked On Blues, what can I anticipate from John Gillies? Because I thought he would make his season debut as a starting goalie against the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, that didn't happen, but uh, they did respond to my tweet. They said, he is reliable. You know exactly what you're going to get out of the guy. He's going to not going to steal you games and make highlight reel saves, but he's also not going to uh, let in a ton of muffins either. Devils gave him a chance to redeem his career. You're going to see a hungry hockey player. And that's what I did see in the game against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Like I said, he didn't get the win, but he did uh, perform actually decent. And he was the reason why that score was as it is. It was particularly close. The Devils weren't blown out that game. So, uh, but like I said, sometimes the blind squirrel finds a nut. So with John Gillies, um, it was a for now situation is how I best described it. Just because he's not going to be a long-term solution. Uh, even if he puts up decent numbers, I wouldn't anticipate the Devils re-signing him during the course of the offseason uh, because, you know, we got Akira Schmid, we got Nico Dawes right behind him. And like I said, I love Dawes, I love Schmid, but I'm just not ready to give them that backup goalie role. And um, am I going to give up on Jonathan Bernier? Not particularly. I know that uh, uh, Lindy Ruff said to the media that he is uh, concerned about the long-term health of Jonathan Bernier, but I still think that Bernier can make a return next year. Remember, he signed to a two-year deal with the Devils, and I said the thing with these two-year deals that we signed to, like, Tatar and other players is just, like, we can just uh, say even if this season doesn't really work out for us, we still got next year. Uh, we'll have an established system, and hopefully everything just gets better. But we have a lot of ingredients. We just need to bake it together, as Jersey Joe would describe it. So what are my opinions on uh, Jonathan Bernier going into next season? Uh, I will tell you guys the answer to that in a moment. But first, it's time for the first live read this morning, and it comes from our friends at Stat Hero. So no one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better, but traditional fantasy sports are long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're going to go up against stat hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup winner take all and here's the crazy part stat hero shows you their lineups before you play and you handpick the team you want to face one-on-one this never before seen innovation of a fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has stat hero players clocking odds that are four times better why because you don't have to compete against thousands of 
of experts or unknowns. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate. With Stat Hero, you are in control of the stakes. You decide how much you're going to play for, and Stat Hero has no choice but to take it up because they're daring you to beat them. Stat Hero head-to-head is what daily fantasy should be, one-on-one. So sign up for free right now at StatHero.com slash hockey and use the promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. That's StatHero.com slash hockey. Use the promo code hockey for a 100% match. Again, StatHero.com slash hockey, promo code hockey, terms and conditions apply. Okay, so I kind of want to turn back the clocks a little bit. Let's go back to the day when Lindy Ruff said he was concerned about the overall long-term health for Jonathan Bernier. I said that is a major red flag if your head coach is saying that he is concerned for the long-term health of his respective player because I'm sure Lindy Ruff, because he's been in this league forever at this point, he's one of the most winningest coaches in NHL history. I'm sure he's had to deal with his fair share of injuries to his players. I'm sure he's had to deal with a fair share of injuries during his playing career or he's been around uh, players who have been injured long-term, whatever the case might be. But uh, when someone like that is saying they are concerned about the long-term health of a particular player and they pretty much have seen it all at this league at this level you know that's a major red flag and that's something that Tom Fitzgerald should just clicked in his mind and just said okay maybe it's time to start start thinking worst case scenario and go out and find um, a backup goalie because look all respect to John Gillies I know he's a hungry player I know he's going to be looking for redemption but at this point am I really putting my trust in John Gillies to be the backup goalie for Mackenzie Blackwood because John Gillies is 27 years of age and look I like I said I give credit when credit is due he played one heck of a job um, against uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins I will give credit when credit is due especially since the Penguins coming into that game were like what on a six game win streak but at the same time it's just like can I trust him going uh, just the rest of the season I don't really know because it's just like he hasn't really established himself yet at this league and it's just like look I know he's looking for redemption he put up pretty decent numbers when he was playing for the Flames back in 2017 and 2018 and he's seen little uh, NHL action since and he's just looking for a chance but at the same time it's just like it just is a huge disservice if Mackenzie Blackwood doesn't have a solidified backup goalie. It's one of the reasons why I was big on Jonathan Bernier coming into this year because with Jonathan Bernier, former Stanley Cup champion, he's been a backup. He's been a starter before. He's played for a poor defensive team in the Detroit Red Wings, so he knows what he's getting himself into. And it's just like, uh, that's why I had so much trust in Jonathan Bernier. That's why I had, you know, moderate to high expectations for him coming into this year. He actually did really well in preseason season and he actually held down the fort pretty well for for those two games he appeared in at the beginning of the year before he had to go on the injured list because remember Mackenzie Blackwood didn't start off the year due to a a heel uh, injury that he was recovering from over the offseason so my thing is it's just like is John Gillies really the guy you really want to put your trust in uh, look, I know I'm, I'm big on Hadobin. I know you guys are probably tired of me talking about Doby, but at the same time, it's just like, look, when a player like that goes on to waivers, uh, someone who has established themselves uh, in this league, someone who's played in the playoff games, someone who actually has very decent numbers, someone you would kill for to get someone like that on your team if you're the Devils, you have to go like full on blast for a player like that. You actually have to go after it because I said 
Think worst case scenario because, look, we just need a for now situation. We don't need a long-term solution. I think Dobie only has one year left remaining on his contract. Gillies only has one year left remaining on his contract, and he's getting paid like 750 k So I know it's not really going to be a huge detriment on our on our payroll but at the same time it's just like you know Hadobin like even if Bernier were to come back that's actually a pretty solid third string goalie if you ask me someone who's established themselves in the playoffs someone who's played for a winning franchise and and someone who has that experience because that's what Mackenzie Blackwood needs if he wants to be successful he needs a backup goalie someone that that solidifies someone that he can rely on because Mackenzie Blackwood he's going to go out there and just try to be all Superman just because he thinks it's up to him to just basically Basically, um, you know, lead the Devils to victory and all respect in the world, but he can't do everything. You you, you got to take pressure off the poor guy somehow. But w- w- when looking at just John Gillies, it's just I don't really know. So I'm I'm a little hesitant. I'm a little torn in that regards. But um, when looking at Jonathan Bernier and his situation right now, do I expect for him to return to the NHL? I'm going to go out here and say yes. I'm not going to try to give false hope to anyone. This is my general opinion. I think that Jonathan Bernier will return next year. I think it's good that he elected to get surgery as early as he did just because like you know you don't want to wait till midseason and then uh if something goes wrong you have a few setbacks in your rehab and then all of a sudden uh you're, you're not here for training camp you uh are absent for most of the summer whatever the case might be so i think it's great that he got surgery currently right now just to you know get it out the way and just come back with a vengeance next year because um we're kind of seeing the same thing with miles wood miles wood elected to get surgery i don't think we're going to see him for the rest of the year but ultimately you know I would much rather them just get the surgery now and make a triumphant return next year and have time to just uh, work over the course of the offseason so that way they're not still injured they're not still at home they're not uh, just laying on the couch doing nothing trying to recover from their respective injuries they're actually getting out working out and trying to make an impact we saw this with Nico Heizer because Nico Heizer last year was dealing with a lot of injuries but yet he decided to go back to his uh, native homeland of Switzerland and play for their respective team over the course of the summer because my assumption is is that uh Heizer understood that he uh missed two-thirds of the year he needed to get his hockey legs back underneath him and the only way to do that is to play an actual hockey game so when he revealed his summer plans uh during his exit meeting interview earlier this year I actually supported him and I said he needs to do that because I remember there's there was this huge debate saying whether or not Heizer should go back to Switzerland and actually play for them uh, during the course of summer because the, the argument was like what if he gets hurt again and I'm just like okay if he gets hurt again you know that that's just bad luck at that point but at the same time you can't just say he can't do um, hockey stuff otherwise he's going to come back rusty and you know the, this season hasn't been you know the most impressive uh, outing for Nico Heizer I, I still think he could get better but going back to my claim like if he's not playing in hockey reps and if he's not getting ready for next year then you know how would you like him to get ready for because it's worth mentioning that he uh, he was in Switzerland uh, during the course of the offseason last year and he injured himself and that's how he missed uh, the first half of the year because he injured himself while working out not playing in a hockey game but just working out at his home so you know anything can happen you can't just uh, seclude him from the possibilities of getting hurt if you don't want him to get hurt then tell him to not leave his room but uh, going back to my overall point for Jonathan Bernier uh, him getting surgery right now is a good thing I really 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 hope he is able to return 
um, next year. Now, do I think he's going to return next year? I believe so. I still think there's hope. Look, I know Lindy Ruff was concerned about the long-term health, but maybe it was just because Jonathan Bernier was just trying to play hero ball, and he was just trying to go out there, do his best, and he was actually making it worse and not making it better. And um, he just ultimately said, you know what? I can't do this. I need to get surgery. I need to repair myself. And then uh, I would expect Bernier to maybe take a, a couple steps back and just uh, really gauge, does he want to keep doing this? Because let's face it, guys, the Devils, we're not really going anywhere this season. Next season could be a little bit different. Uh, I, I still have hope for the Devils, but they, they diminish my hope game in and game out. But, you know, I, I'm not saying it's completely empty, but the, the glass is uh, half empty. And but. But, you know, you could also look at it as half full, whatever the case might be, whatever perspective you want to look at it. So I try to remain optimistic, but the devil's kind of make it hard to do so. But uh, the, going back to my claim for Jonathan Bernier, it's just like, you know, he could make the assumption just saying the devils aren't really going anywhere. I've kind of achieved everything I want to achieve in my respective career. So maybe it's time for me to just step away. And I would respect that. However, I would like him to come back because I think he can actually uh, contribute a lot to this roster and a lot to this team. So I would expect Jonathan Bernier um, after the offseason, during the course of the playoffs, whatever the case might be, he'll take a couple steps back. He'll gauge everything. He'll take everything into consideration and just say, do I really want to continue doing this? But my thing for Jonathan Bernier is, okay, get your surgery. Hopefully it goes well. Get better. Rehab. Take your time. There's no rush. It's a long summer. We don't need you better until training camp. And, you know, you could take the Mackenzie Blackwood route, which is if you got surgery over the offseason, then, um, you know, just just take your time. There's no rush to get back. Hopefully, Mackenzie Blackwood will be 100% ready to go at the start of the year. But ultimately, it's just like I, I think Jonathan Bernier can return. I, I think he will. But I, I think when Lindy Ruff was talking about the overall long-term health, maybe he was just trying to think maybe Jonathan Bernier doesn't need surgery. But if he doesn't get surgery, it's going to hurt his health. I don't know what he meant by that. But, um, you know, I'm trying to find every possible route uh, to take that uh, claim that Lindy Ruff uh, said in, into so many different directions just because I'm like, okay, maybe he meant it this way. Maybe he meant it that way. Or he could have just meant to like, yeah, he's concerned about the long-term health, surgery or no surgery. I don't know what the case might be, but I, I think Jonathan Bernier, uh, he still has one year left on his contract. Uh, maybe it could possibly be his last year. Maybe he'll say, I'll do it for one more year, but then I'm done. And that's quite honestly all we need. We just need him back for one more year just to find our identity, just to give Mackenzie Blackwood that presence of being uh, the backup goalie, a reliable source, and uh, hopefully he's able to make a triumphant return. So that's my overall opinion about the Jonathan Bernier situation. Like I said, um, could he return? Yes, but could he not return? That's also a possibility. So I'm, I'm just hoping for the best for Jonathan Bernier. There's certainly no rush, but uh, for right now, we're not really in an ideal situation once again when it comes to being a goalie, and you could certainly bet on that. Speaking of bet, BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues to march its way through the College Bowls this season and the pro football playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports so don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing new offers available this season bet online where the game starts please remember to gamble responsibly visit our friends at locked on bets for all your betting needs there as well
Okay, I know I've talked about this before, but I guess the main question is, like, what's the overall plan for the New Jersey Devils now that we know Jonathan Bernier's situation officially? So he's not going to appear for the rest of the season. Uh, Lindy Ruff is concerned about the long-term health. I personally think he can make a comeback, but uh, we just got to wait until his surgery is a success. We got to see what he does in rehab. We got to see where he's at mentally. So a lot of factors go into that, and we've kind of touched on those. But, um, you know, we got to talk about the now and just talk about what's going to happen for the New Jersey Devils. So we got Mackenzie Blackwood. We got John Gillies. We got Akira Schmid, and we got Nico Dawes. Okay, look. Like I said, I've said it many, many, many times on the show before, but I'm going to say it again. Love Akira Schmidt, love Nico Dawes, but I guess that they're best suit, suited at for where they're at currently as the third string option. J- just because, like, they're young, there's no need to thrust them into a major role. And, um, you know, th- th- it, th- it does them a disservice and they're just not ready for it yet. So, when looking at Akira Schmidt's numbers at the NHL, he is uh, 0 and 2. He has a goals against average of 4.4 and a save percentage of 851. So, yeah, not exactly ready for prime time quite yet. And that's not what we need right now. And we've been in this situation before where, you know, uh, we had to uh, basically make a drastic move quickly. We had to take what we could potentially get. And ultimately, you know, we, we settled on Aaron Dell last year. I'll tell you how that went uh, for anyone who needs a refresher. But when le- looking at Nico Dawes' numbers, uh, his record is 1-0. and uh, he has a goals against average of 3.21 and a save percentage of 875. His only win came against Buffalo, and the last time he appeared in a game was against the Calgary Flames. And remember, that game did not go well. He gave up like three goals within the first period or so, and he had to be swapped out for Scott Wedgwood. So we know Nico Dawes and Akira Schmidt, while they're doing really well at the AHL level, they're just not ready for a- any sort of big role for the New Jersey Devils. They're just not ready for it. So... Like, we've been in this situation for before, but my main question is, and I looked up uh, Hudobin's uh, contract he signed for this year and next year, so I don't think that's that big a deal because there you go. Now you got a third string goal, and now you got another option. Or, worst case scenario, Jonathan Bernier decides to retire. You know, now you have uh, a backup goalie, a reliable one, if that. So, my thing for the New Jersey Devils is that, you know, they should have thought worst case scenario. Now you've kind of put yourself in a, you know, very interesting situation. You got Mackenzie Blackwood, he's our established star. Season's not really going the way he anticipated it, but, you know, a lot of factors haven't gone his way. I told you guys the advanced analytics in last week's uh, episode, but ultimately it's just like, you know, uh, so Blackwood, Gillies, and Schmid or Dawes, it's just like, it's a coin flip. It's just like, I I don't know what to think of it. Like, I, I want to trust John Gillies, but I just can't. Just because, like I said in this episode, like I said before, I just don't know what he could potentially bring to the NHL level quite yet. I know he's hungry. I know he's determined, but so is Scott Wedgwood. Scott Wedgwood actually did pretty decent, uh, and he led our team in shutouts last season. But, you know, we, we know how that situation went. Aaron Dell, you know, had a decent amount of NHL experience. Now, I don't think he's on an NHL team currently. I'd be surprised if he was. And then, um, you know, Akira Schmid and Nico Dawes, we'd be doing them a disservice if we give them a big role right now. They're just not ready. Like, they're, they're, there's just no reason to thrust them into that so my thing for Thomas Gerald is like you knew uh Lindy Ruff was concerned about uh Jonathan Bernier you kind of saw it coming because Bernier was on and off the injured list and did you not once talk to Bernier and just say like look 
uh, what's your situation? Where's your head at? Because we do need to start looking at a goalie because it's just like, I don't know. Now you're putting more pressure on Bernier to come back because I don't anticipate the Devils will bring back John Gillies. I really don't, unless he does spectacular. That, that That's the bar from him. He, he needs to do spectacular. If he does decent to mediocre, I can guarantee you all the money in my bank account that the Devils will not bring him back. There's no reason to because he's a for now situation. He's basically a safe face, face option just because uh, we lost our backup goalie for the rest of the year. So there's no reason to bring him back, especially since we have Akira Schmidt and Nico Dawes who are doing respectable in uh, the AHL program. But for right now, it's just like, that's my main question for Tom Fitzgerald. You, you, you went out for Aaron Dell so quickly after you heard that Corey Crawford was going to retire. You went after Aaron Dell when the opportunity first presented itself. But, um, you know... But, you know, when Anton Hudobin went on to waivers, you didn't jump on it. Like, you know, this year, next year, because in case Bernier retires, now you got a backup option. Maybe he's not on the same level as Bernier, but at the same time, he has the NHL experience and he has the respectable numbers and he's proven that he can step up, uh, you know, in the big moments in the playoffs. I'm just saying. So my thing for the Devils organization is you really got to think ahead. Like, seriously, you, you really got to think about those things. I don't know what went into not going after Hudobin because the, the, the options for decent goalies is very scarce. If you're looking for a backup goalie, that's even worse because pretty much all the backup goalies are taken. And at this point, you're just taking a risk. But now you got the Dallas Stars organization basically throwing you a bone. Hudobin, he's not the best option. He's not my first option, certainly, but take advantage of it like now you have an option for this year and next year possibly if Bernier retires and if Bernier comes back then you got actually a pretty decent goalie trio I'm just saying you want to establish an identity you want to uh go back to the playoffs you want to show that you belong you need to capitalize on things like that you need to start thinking ahead you didn't think ahead and now you got to settle for John Gillies which no disrespect to the kid but, you know, if I have to choose Hadobin or if I have to choose Gillies, if, if, if my job is on the line or, or if there's a gun in my head, whatever the case might be, I'm choosing Hadobin every day, all day, and twice on Sundays. That, that's just how it is. I don't know how you guys um, uh, think about this. I don't know. Uh, is there any, you know, options in the free agency pool? I'm sure there is. But, you know, there's a reason why they're free agents at this point. Just saying. You could find a diamond in the rough, but that's taking a risk. John Gillies could possibly be a diamond in the rough. He's taking a risk. So I'm just saying, like, um, that's my overall assessment. That's my overall rant. And like I said, I believe Bernier will return. But, um, you know, that's just a prediction. That's just my guess. That's just my hunch feeling. I don't really have any proof to back up uh, my argument. But that's just my overall opinion. I do believe he will make a return. I don't think he'll abruptly retire. I really hope the context is not taken out of proportion. But that's my overall opinion, and that's my overall two-cent opinion on the whole goalie situation that we have right now because go goalies um, have been our problem. They have been our Achilles heel. They've been one of them this season, aside with defense. So it's just like you need to improve it somehow, some way, and um, unfortunately, you didn't capitalize on the opportunity when when uh, uh, someone threw a bone at you. I'm, I'm just saying. So... Um, yeah, that's my overall opinion. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, who would you want to see as potentially the backup or third string goalie for this organization? Remember, it has to be a for now situation. It can't be a long term situation. So uh, the, before you say we should trade for somebody, just think long and hard for right now. Think of cap space. Think of uh, 
the situation of the contract and think of the situation in general. So that's all the time I have for you guys today. Let me know on my Twitter page at Locked On Devils. I would love to hear you guys' overall opinions on who should uh, you know join Mackenzie Blackwood in our goalie situation. But continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Uh, Merry Christmas Eve, and I will catch you guys in tomorrow's episode. Yes, I will be posting on Christmas. You're welcome. Happy holidays, everybody. Go Devils.